All right, so I'll just uh, I'll just get started here. Just uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell about your tell tell us about your dog life journey. Yeah, man. No, uh, Jacob. You know, my name is Jacob Miranda. I, you know, born and raised here in in Miami, Florida, um, of Cuban parents. Um, so the dog journey, you know, really uh, begun with stories uh, from from my father, mm-hmm. uh, accounting stories of my grandfather uh, in Cuba. Having mm-hmm. having bull terriers. Okay. Having English bull terriers. Okay. Uh, they they recollect him having between two to three different uh white English, uh which is kind of like the signature look of the bull terrier. Right? It's that mm-hmm. white that white bull terrier look. And these were uh, bull terriers that would arrive to Cuba on cargo ships from from England. And so they were imported straight into the island. Uh, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking mid mid 40s, uh, mid 50s, mm-hmm. uh, when they still had that that functional look to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, my my grandfather, according to you know my father and my uncles, you know, he was involved in a little bit of blood sport here and there with the dogs. Right. It wasn't a career thing. He did it for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in particular, they had this one bull terrier named Chino. Uh, and of course, Chino, because, you know, Volterra is kind of the only dog with, a, you know, with rectangle eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. And which is one of those distinct features of, of the Bull Terrier. And, you know, one thing that just as a child, it just kind of caught my attention on the breed is the fact that it was a breed that, that had that bull and terrier tenacity. But then at the same time, my dad would talk about riding horsey on on this same bull terrier you know and and mm-hmm. how tolerant the bull terrier was um to the kids playing around and just kind of you know just being kids mm-hmm. when it came down to the dog having to to work or or respond in character then it would do that so as a kid that's all i knew right i'm looking at this dog that's balanced you know as far as in, in its ability to work and its ability to to be in a home life mm-hmm it just called my attention, you know what I mean? And so my journey, I would say, begun there. I was about seven or eight years old when I was hearing those stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess just the fact that my my grandfather had bull terriers, my uncles started importing bull terriers from England in mm-hmm. the 90s. Um, my, my brother had bull terriers as well. So for some reason, crazy reason, bull terriers has just kind of been in, in, in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, not not per se for working purposes. Uh, I just think it was just a breed that just called their attention. They heard a lot of these same stories that I heard, and it just somehow, you know, made it made its way in, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, I started doing my research uh, probably around 98, 99, when I was still in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, the, these 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 stories had such a profound impact uh, on me that. I just wanted to know more about the breed. So I'd go mm-hmm. to my public Dade County uh, library. I remember going up to the uh, to the service desk there and telling the lady to order me every book that they had on bull terriers. Wow. And I would just get them. And I, I hated reading in school, but, man, I could read those books. Right. <laughs> and, of course, you know, confession, I would tear pages off those books that I liked. And I would keep them, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much, you know, where it started as far as me, you know, 
having the desire to one day have a bull terrier. You know mm-hmm. And when did you get your uh, your first bull terrier? So I had my I got my first bull terrier about just a little over two years ago, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. over two years ago. Um, just started searching online because this is the thing. I knew the look that I wanted in a bull terrier, but everything that I was seeing on the ads, whether it be Craigslist, even dogs that were like AKC registered, they looked like crap to me. You know what I mean? They were overdone, barrel chested you know, parrot head, egg head, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they just, they looked unfunctional to me. So I figured if I'm going to get a dog that, if I'm going to get a bull terrier, then at least it has to look functional. You know what I mean? It has to have, you know, some type of physical genetic traits that are appealing to me and to mm-hmm. what I'm looking at in these black and white pictures, you know, all my life. Mm-hmm. So I just found a dog on an ad in Arizona, um, you know, Supposedly, they worked their stock 10, 15 years ago doing some some bite work and protection work. Um, and it was pretty much, I mean, to me, that was that was good enough because I couldn't find anything else. Mm-hmm. Junk, I remember, you know, when the Internet came out, uh, I had first started, you know, doing my research and getting those books when I was around, what, 13 or 14, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 98, 99. Shortly after, I started getting access to the internet. Internet didn't come out to what, 96, I think it was, 95, 96. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once I started getting into uh, using the internet, I had come across um, this page in particular, which I'm, I'm going to leave their name, you know, out of the mix just because, you know, we had some issues with paperwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, that was my first bull terrier. I had it shipped over here to Miami um, from Arizona. Mm-hmm. And just a showbread bull terrier. Um, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, there was nothing special uh, about him um, in the sense that, you know, it just had just a just a normal show, you know, show pedigree. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I took this dog and I just started working with him. You know, I would take him out to the field and, um, you know, got him doing a little hunting here and there. Uh, he's, he's by far, you know, a, a catch dog, a, a you know, uh, a hunting, uh, you know, a hog monster, but he, he did a few things that impressed me and I, and I, you know, I just kind of used him, um, you know, you used his potential to the, to the best of, of his advantage, you know what I mean? And it's turned out to be a, you know, a pretty, a pretty good dog. Um, one of the reasons I got him was, you know, cause again, he didn't have those overdone bull features, mm-hmm. very terrier like. And so he called my attention, you know, his nose um, or his head, whatever you want to call it, it, it was flatter, it had a flatter look. It had a little bit of mm-hmm. a stop, which most of the bull terriers today don't have a stop anymore. It's just a continuation of you know, mm-hmm. this, this horrible looking head, which to my taste, I don't like, you know. So mm-hmm. he you, well, I was like, well, look, you know, everybody has a different taste bud, right? You know, if you like those showbread overdone features and, you know, more power to you. Um, but but that's not what I believe to be the bull and terrier that originated, you know, back when James Hink started making these crosses. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, well, that's not a bull terrier. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't care if it fits the standard today. I'm not looking if it fits today's standard. To me, the standard bull terrier is what once was, you know. And when you, even when you look at all of these working breeds, 
chunk. The dogs 100 years ago looked 100 times better than they do today. The Great Dane, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, you know, what I do is, is hunting uh, mm-hmm. here, in, here in South Florida. Um, whenever I get the opportunity, you know, we go out and, and we hunt. Um, so, you know, basically, I, I want to breed a, a hunting bull terrier, right? A, mm-hmm. a, a dog that has the bull in it, right? The strength of the bull and the tenacity of the terrier. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the bull and terrier, you know? Mm-hmm. And so basically a dog that has the disposition and the functionality to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important to have a bull terrier that has the right mind, right? Mm-hmm. Because y'all know a pretty dog doesn't necessarily mean it could work. And so, you know, one of the issues that I've seen with a lot of the modern bull terrier is their nerves are out of whack. They just mm-hmm. The nerves um, for whatever reason. And so, you know, we're trying to move away from that, you know, and just really trying to get a dog that's like the one my grandfather had, right? That was, that was very, very, very much imbalanced. Mm-hmm. Um, when it had to work, it worked. And when it had to, to be at home, you know, it, it was at home, right? Like that bull terrier that James Hanks wanted to create, that gentleman, mm-hmm. um, you know, type, type of uh, bull terrier. So, so yeah, that that's that's what I'm after, um, and not just me, right? But breeders like Florent Vanell, which I'm sure we'll you know we'll bring up here, um, who's been you know a, a pretty cool guide and you know has become a, a pretty close friend as well through social media. Um, so yeah, can you uh, talk about how well they've uh, performed out there in the field? Mm-hmm. So again, my male. Um, he he's definitely not my female, right? Who I imported uh, mm. from France, and we could talk we could talk about why I'm I'm, I'm an open book man, um, but you know my female is like I tell people she's she's my bread and butter, you know I mean, she she's my bread and butter. Um, my male has done great like on small game hunting, you know mm-hmm. he he loves him small game. I mean I don't know personally because uh, I do a lot of. I'm on a lot of these groups and pages. I don't know many bull terriers who you could, you know, sit on the ground and could go find their own, their own small game. He does, mm-hmm. which is why I bred him to my female. Mm-hmm. He's got the nose. A lot of people don't realize bull terriers have a great nose, mm-hmm. um, even in the modern ones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was good at searching and finding. Again, he wasn't, he, he wasn't the hog dog that I expected him to be. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. Him personally, there are other modern bull terriers that will catch a hog by themselves, and mm-hmm. you know, that works. That that's great. I mean, you can you could probably count them with one hand, you know. Um, but he did work on hogs uh, with other dogs and with my female. Um, now, when it comes to to my female, Beta off of Anel's kennel, I mean, she'll, you know, she she's she's incredible. I mean, the mm-hmm. first week that I imported her. Uh, from France, she was like 10, 10 and a half, 11 months old. You know, we took her out hunting out here to a, a, a private a property called Chappie's Outfitters, um, which, you know, it's it's a great place here in Moorhaven, Florida to go hunt, to do it legally, right? Mm-hmm. Without poaching, which is something that I, I stay away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dogs, right? And lose my rights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I took her out there to, to Chappie's Outfitters, which you can find them on Facebook. And she, that day, she caught three hogs on her own. Wow. We were, everybody was blown away. You know what I mean? She's a 40-pound bitch. Mm-hmm. And she, 
she was she was on it, you know, which are you know, some some of these videos and pictures, uh, the video off of Vanell's, you could see that at the end mm-hmm. where, where she's, you know, doing a little bit of hunting. But but yeah, man, you know, she's she's incredible. Um, right now, there's a litter on the floor right now off of my mail mm-hmm. and email. Uh, so this is a test litter, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new guy on the block, man. I'm just, I'm experimenting right now. Um, I'm, I'm basically crossed a, a very modern bull terrier mm-hmm. that has disposition to hunt with a really good bull terrier. Um, and so I think they complemented each other well in structure, mm-hmm. you know, especially in structure because he's got a little more size, which I was looking to add. Um, mm-hmm. and and yeah we'll we'll see what what comes out of this i've placed a, a few puppies in working homes and we're just kind of testing it out let's see what what this breeding brings you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what excites me what excites me is you know let's go out and, and 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 see what these dogs what they bring and if it doesn't work out hey screw it you know we don't we don't do that breeding again we try something else but mm-hmm. this is what i had to work with and mm-hmm. so this is what i used you know Mm-hmm. So we decided months ago that we would collaborate, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what we're doing right now. Um, you know, I bred his his female to to my male. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, plan is we're, we want to swap a puppy here uh, mm-hmm. soon, uh, probably March or April. Uh, his puppies were born. Mine are like a month older than his. You know, it's it's a little complicated when you do international shipping. You got to wait mm-hmm. a lot of time. It's stupid expensive. So. I think one of his friends is going to travel from from Paris to Miami so we could make that swap and save us some money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's a super he's a super down to earth guy. You know, um, he's not about self glory, and this is something that unfortunately in the dog world, um, <laughs> it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like the mafia, man. Um, everybody wants to have, right, the best working dog, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody wants to share their blood, so you won't do the same thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. But he he was just kind of from day one, like, his whole thing was, if I'm going to sell you a dog, I want you to work that dog. Mm-hmm. The female he gave me was his keep. You know, that mm-hmm. was his keep female. That's the reason he still had her. And I was like, I told him, yeah, man, this is my intention. I don't want a pet. You know, if I wanted a pet, I just get an AKC bull terrier, start peddling the heck out of them and make money, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but that wasn't my intention. So when he saw that I worked the dog off of, out of Chappies out there in Moorhaven, he was super happy. He was super mm-hmm. pumped. And uh, yeah, we worked out a deal, man, where it's like, you know what? I give him dogs and he gives me dogs mm-hmm. and, and we'll just work together from now on and you know, hopefully the relationship stays tight, which I, I don't see any reason, you know, why it won't. I'm all the way here in, in, in the U.S. He's in, he's in Europe. We don't really, you know, cross on each other's grass. So mm-hmm. I think it works out perfectly, man. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I'm, you know, the reason it's been a fascinating process for me is because, you know, I'm an English Bulldog guy. And, and uh, I could see within my English Bulldog kind of that old school mentality yeah what bulldogs were bred for but he's got he i keep him right around 47 to 50 pounds too i keep Mm -hmm. him healthy and i keep him active but he still has those health issues you know what i mean because of all that inbreeding and just Mm -hmm. all the the negative things that they've done to the bulldog so 
right. he'll be my he'll be my last English. Uh, I'll get a variation of some sort of bull bull breed, but uh, you know that that's been kind of my awakening to kind of the working style dog. So. Uh, <clears throat> um. Can you kind of talk about uh, what you're looking for specifically in your program and, and, you know, the differences between, say, the AKC standard and the standard that, that you were, uh, you know, you're trying to build? Absolutely. Kind of give that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we could talk about type, right? And we could talk about yeah. um, You know, definitely <laughs> – um, I feel like the modern bull terrier has deviated so much, again, from what it once was in type, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, form follows the function, right? Mm-hmm. Dog, if he can't look the part, he probably he probably doesn't play the part. Now, that isn't absolute, right, for every dog, because I've seen some horrible-looking dogs that still have the mind to work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's safe to say in the majority of cases, if a dog is overweight, if a dog is just overdone he's even if he has the mind his his body can't can't follow behind it Mm -hmm. which is why a lot of modern vts man they gas out real fast you know they Mm -hmm. gas real fast um so i'm basically trying to you know create a breed of bull terriers that that has the old bulldog look the old the stop on on the head the longer legs uh better lungs um and a dog that just looks athletic you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you're like dang okay that that dog could probably work that dog could probably run jump hike um so just you know definitely trying to create a, a, a bull terrier that has for me you know we could talk about the 1904 look the 1915 look i've got so many freaking pictures mm-hmm. collected over the years it's almost like I know exactly what I want. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so anything from like 1902 to like 1925, man, mm-hmm. I'll, take, I'll take anything from that era. Mm-hmm. As far as again type looks, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then of course, you know, as far as temperament goes, uh, just trying to breed for a dog that again represents what a bull and terrier is. Mm-hmm. You know, the drive, the tenacity, the mind to work, the mind to please, um, just to have a dog that's well-rounded for work. Mm-hmm. How do you think, um, if you went to, say, the protection route, how do you think they would, uh, like, especially the, the female that you uh, that you imported, how do you think she would do in, in, yeah. in that world? Yes, I mean, since that hasn't been really an avenue that I've really mm-hmm. explored much i think she would she she would have potential to to ex, you know to excel in that area as well of bite mm-hmm. protection um there are a lot of bull terriers especially in germany there's a club mm-hmm. called the bull terrier club i think 97 mm-hmm. uh, where you know they've been working bts in protection from like the 80s mm-hmm. um 80s or 90s there's a, a line called friar tuck the Friar Tuck line. There's still some of that strain around, according to some, some dogmen out there. Mm-hmm. And so, so I've seen, uh, and I and I speak to people on social media who who work BTS in protection. Um, and 
they do well. You know, I think with the BT, the especially the modern BT, you just got to start them real young, man. Mm-hmm. You got to start them real young because what I've seen is that a lot of bull terriers, they don't turn on until they're, you know, maybe a year old, you know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's still kind of the, you know, the puppy phase, but you want a dog to turn on a little, a little earlier than that. You know, you don't want to be feeding something for... <laughs> for a year, year and a half, and then find out that, you know, it's not going to work for you. So, which is why a lot of people don't want to invest in, in bull terriers, because again, they've lost so much of, of that drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of a gamble, you know. Um, can you kind of talk about, I know you brought up a few things, but can you kind of talk about the difference in behavior and not just uh, in the work performance, but in behavior and look and 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 how they act in in the home life between the the dog that you got domestically and the one that you imported yeah well you know definitely my female is she's a lot more protective of the home um you know she she will bark at strangers <laughs> you mm-hmm. know she will bark at strangers my male will too but just not at not as much. He doesn't want it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely has, there's more energy there. There's more drive. There's more, you know, wanting to greet you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when she sees you. Um, again, you know, just performance-wise, stamina, you know, just being able to do more um, mm-hmm. than, than, than my male. Mm-hmm. You, my male, is, is a, he's a fit dog. You know, I don't keep my dogs fat. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just that's his capacity. Mm-hmm. His capacity is what the show world has 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 planted into him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which has been to walk a, a show ring, right? Which is like what fifty yards and back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty much all they've been doing for the last hundred years, or maybe a little less than that. But um, so so yeah, I mean, my female is just again, she's. She's got the fire, man. She's got that fire. Mm-hmm. And once I take her out there uh, hunting, you can see that right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a, a disposition, a drive to wanna to wanna act like a terrier. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you um can uh can you talk about um for, far as you know what um why the standard changed and why the the egg-shaped head became uh the official standard and what was the purpose behind that yeah i mean you know again as we were you know kind of talking about the american bully um Mm -hmm. just man people you know they want to supply the demand right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think you know in 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 the working dog world if you're if you're going to be a pioneer if you're going to really bring resurrect these dying breeds you're going to have to be different, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you're not, you, you can't want to be popular. Um, mm-hmm. Because what's popular is not this, of course, among a very small community, it is this working type of bull terrier, but the masses, that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about James Hanks, right? Because James Hanks could probably be at blame for some of this as well, right? Because he wanted to create that gentleman bull terrier mm-hmm. to do well in the show because he saw an investment in it. Mm-hmm. is what it is he's a businessman at the end of the day um so we could say that it kind of started going a little downhill from there mm-hmm. um, 
you know, where the egghead came from. This is a big debate. Nobody really seems to know. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of different theories that I've heard. Uh, you know, they've even, I forgot the dog's name. It starts with a B. It's like a breed. It kind of looks like a, like a wired greyhound. Like a yeah, wire. yeah. You've probably seen that picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it kind of has a curvature on the nose, but then we mm-hmm. can find other dogs that have a slight curvature as well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a good argument. Um, but I think it just can't, comes down to selection, right? Mm-hmm. These breeders just kind of started selecting, uh, you know, for this type of a, of a head. And you just keep breeding that over and over again. You're probably going to get that in different in different forms. Mm-hmm. Um and there are some that are a lot more exaggerated than others, right? I can find you the exaggerated examples, and it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. I was talking with um, with a social media friend who, who's got, you know, some working BTs as well out there in, in California. He's got some, some of the modern dogs, uh, but he's been, you know, he's been working them. He's been working mm-hmm. his, his litters, and he's been shown to have some consistency in them. And he was, you know, bringing up, I had somebody comment on my Instagram page as to, oh, why are you always, you know, talking about, you know, these egghead bull terriers? Like, what's the problem with that? You know, I was like, hey, listen, if that's what you like, again, more power to you. Um, but he's like, well, but does it present any health issues in the dog? And honestly, I didn't at that at that point in time, in my mind, it, it really didn't present any any health issues. You know? I mean, I just think it was just a, a, a look, a type. Well, this. This one guy who, who's got BTs out there, he responded and he, he gave an example of he saw a bull terrier that was being bred um, to, to another bull terrier. And just in the, in the time of, 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 you know, getting this, doing the stud of you know, breeding, the dog was so gassed out and it was having such a hard time breathing that it almost passed out. And uh, so... And that makes sense because, I mean, you, you're looking at, you know, this this huge curvature on the nose, on the head. It maybe messes something up in that nasal. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, it, how it came about. Yeah. We, I, I'm just safe to say selection, right? Selection. Have you looked into the uh, Golters at all, the, the Pakistani Bull Terriers? Yes, and I don't like them. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it's funny you, br- you bring that up because on my Instagram page, you know, I'll get a lot of people from, from India, um, you know, sending me sending me pictures of, of Golters um, so I could post them on, on my IG. Now, there are some exceptions. There are some Golters out there that represent more of – what I believe to be the, the the English bull terrier standards. So I will post those pictures. Um, now, I, I respect those guys. You know what I mean? Because a lot of you know these dogs are they're functional. They're they. I mean they can they can hit hard. I've seen them on hogs. Mm-hmm. I've seen them on pigs. So so don't get me wrong. This all come. This is all a matter of taste here. Um, I have seen like I said. The the, the big confusion is, it's like. A lot of the guys out there, they want to call a ghoul terrier a bull terrier and vice versa. So it's almost like, OK, uh, this is a ghoul terrier, but this is not what a what I believe the the, the original standard of the bull terrier looked like. Mm-hmm. I, I think and I've spoken to some guys out there and a lot of them are crosses of, uh, you know, 
ghoulters with bull terriers and there's just kind of like these crosses going on um that it's just hard to distinguish like what's what you know what i mean um but yeah i i've known about gold terriers for a while now and uh, you know from pakistan and you know a lot of these places in india they're it's a larger dog it's a big dog some of them even have like a great danish look to them mm-hmm. what i mean but uh and some say that the Gulter is the original uh, Bull Terrier as well. I mean, there's traces, right, um, of that James Hanks type as mm-hmm. well. The, uh, um, you know, some of them believe that they originated the Bull Terrier. So there's a lot of, you know, just kind of debate on that. But me personally, you know, preference-wise, I don't like the type of of the common, you know, Gould Terrier. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they don't work. I'm sure as heck. You know those dogs work. I, I I've seen evidence of that. So, mm. Is it, are they just too big for you? Is that one of your complaints? Or yeah, yeah. They're I, you know personally they're you know they're they're big. So that's not something that um, I'm really into. Big you know much bigger dogs. Uh, I do like the bull terrier, like that medium size. Yeah. You know that game weight. Why? Because it's a versatile dog. You know I could put my dog on. Uh, on a coon when when small season comes in and i can put him on a on a hog as well um i just think that's what i like about the bull terrier the versatility of the bull terrier mm-hmm. um, of course you know some are bigger than others like like anything else but the standard bull terrier um i think has that perfect that perfect size for, mm-hmm. for and something else i don't like again um about the bull terrier and i've got pictures that i could send you later of some of the mm-hmm. Of what they call with them, I'm like, damn, like that's a nice ghoul terror because mm-hmm. it's got the bull terrier features. Mm-hmm. A lot of these ghoul terriers that I'm seeing today, again, they look like they look like mastiffs. Um, they have more of a mastiff look. Um, nothing against mastiffs, again, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a bull terrier guy, man. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a bull terrier fanatic, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the only breed that I'm interested in mm-hmm. uh, as far as you know bettering and perfecting mm-hmm. um so so yeah but the gulter is, is nonetheless a, a very interesting breed and i've got respect for it and for the breeders out there you know you're right there is so many different <laughs> crosses going on there and yeah. and they're they're not going to tell you because you know they're all dog people and it's built for function and one of the main functions is something that we you know i don't like to talk about just because of the yeah, yeah no, legality and so there's a lot of you know that's what a lot of their dogs are geared towards but yeah i i, I still become a very very big fan of the gold turner because overseeing some of the videos that he sent me and and uh but again i'm a bully fan so i'm looking hey if i had a gold <laughs> turner i would i would cross it with more of a bully type featured uh, bull terrier and yeah, absolutely, man. This is that. That's that, that's yeah. my line. I think they're all interrelated in some way. So yeah, yeah. Which is why, you know, I, I still have respect for them. And, and like I said, there are some types that I really do like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I said, I'll, I'll share some of these pictures with you later. But yeah. um, so so yeah, his, his name is Florent Vanel. Uh, yeah. Florent Vanel. Mm-hmm. So so no, man. Um. You know, again, I, I, I'm privileged to have this relationship with him, to be able to to share and intermingle blood with him, which is super cool. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know of anyone else in the U.S. Uh, doing that mm-hmm. with with working BTs. Um, I hope, you know, more people, you know, tag along because, again, I'm not doing this for me, you know. Um, I, I, I want to do it for, for the breed, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also a hobby for me. It's not my life. You know what I mean? Uh, um, so it's just it's something that I have a passion for. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and I'm doing so with him. Uh, I just want to keep collaborating with him, you know, for the next ever God, you know, allows us to. Um, you know, again, we have that good friendship. It's more than business for us. You know what I mean? Like we chat on a regular, you know, mm-hmm. of course, I'm sure he uses a little bit of Google Translator and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we make it work, man. We make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting, again, a, a, hopefully a male puppy from this litter that just dropped, which is like I'm super pumped about it because um, this is this male that he bred um, the female to. Is his name is Neji. He's a seven-year-old dog. Mm-hmm. Had for for a good while, and this is the first the first litter off of this male. He's been in high demand. Uh, many people have wanted a puppy off of him. Um, he leans more towards a modern bull terrier, but still has some of those old-school features. Mm-hmm. Later, if you look at my Instagram, you can see maybe four or five pulses back where I, I shared a picture of him. Beautiful, modern, but like, you know, you look at the head on this dog and it's, you, I mean, you won't find, you probably have to look to like a thousand modern BTs to find that specific structure mm-hmm. that this dog has. So anyway, so he bred him to Laika, who is, my bitch is a uh, Dan. Uh, so, of course, the plan is to do a little bit of line breeding there, right? Mm-hmm. To, to keep some of those traits uh, tight, um, and and yeah, uh, and hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll be able to get him a female. That's the plan. Uh, I've got two females that I'm kind of looking at right now, uh, seeing which one is, you know, kind of outshines the other. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to give him kind of the best of, of of what I have in this litter, because mm-hmm. that's that's gonna represent my kennel over there in France, right? So. So, yeah, man, um, you know, I, I'm going to be a small kennel. I plan to stay that way. Mm-hmm. I don't have the means to have, you know, I don't live, you know what I'm saying, like in a farmhouse. Maybe one day I will. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm, in, yeah, I'm in Miami, bro. Like this yeah. is the city, you know. The urban jungle. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, what I keep telling people is, you know, I'm going to be a small kennel. I just want to be like that mom and shop you know, that, that mom spot, you know, that people mm-hmm. go and, and get that quality burger, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I prefer to do, you know, just kind of quality over, over quantity, um, and just pump out, you know, and put some nice working BTs out there, man, that people could be, could be happy about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that work has started already and, you know, we'll see, we'll see what the future brings. Right now I'm really writing off the work that Florent Vanel has established. Mm-hmm. And some of those that came before him out there in the UK and London, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, yeah, I'm just I'm thankful for him, really, that he's mm-hmm. he's been open and he's sharing, you know, this blood with me so I could kind of make it happen here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what they've been doing now in Europe for the past, I don't know, maybe 20 years mm-hmm. and bringing out this type. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to be able to kind of get that started here in the U.S., 
can you kind of talk about like some of the, the the training that you do with your two dogs that um, prepare them to 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 go out in the field and perform? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, of course, you know, there's a lot of testings that 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 go on. Um, you know, again, we we're geared toward hunting BT, so we want to mm-hmm. see if the dog likes a hog or not. Mm-hmm. You don't like a pig, you can't stay. You know. Um, I mean, again, I, I'm. I'm not particularly breeding a, a sporting dog, you know. I mean, I could get my dog to jump, you know, to jump an A-frame or, you know, maybe bite onto a sleeve or whatever. Like, but that's not my, that's not my motive, you know, with these dogs. Yeah. I, I definitely want to see if the prey drive is there, um, mm-hmm. if they're gonna want to hunt. So some of the trains that we do, of course, we, you know, we let a dog see a hog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does he like it? You know. Some dogs develop later than others. Some dogs will catch a, a pig at three months. Some dogs will will catch a pig at, at eight months. So it's just kind of, you got to kind of play with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I definitely want to see my, I want to see a dog interested in, in a hog at six months. Mm-hmm. If they're not interested in a hog at six months, they're probably not going to be interested in one. Um, so, you know, some of the testings that we do, we, you know, we, we let them see. Let them see the animal. Let them see how they you know, look. See how they react. See what their drive is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we're in an actual hunting scenario, you know, we put one on on a hog that's already been, you know, or caught. So mm-hmm. we're, you know, working with um, with other dogs as well to kind of lead the way. That's huge. Um, you know, hunting. I mean, especially when you have, you know, these prodigy dogs, right? These dogs that they you know they've got potential to hunt. You, you know, they learn a lot from seeing other dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so definitely, you know, putting them on 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 hogs with with other dogs is is a way to get them going. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when small game comes around, small game hunting season, um, you know, we, we kind of do the same thing. So right. where did you uh, develop your passion for for hunting? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, really just, again, just reading, you know, reading the old Bull Terrier, man. This was, okay. this, this is what they did. So, you know, they, they you know, they, they, they hunted rats, you know, they're bull baiting, whatever, you know, you, you know, all of this was kind of part of, of what the Bull and Terrier did. Um, the prey drive, you know, the, the desire to, to want to catch game mm-hmm. uh, has to kind of be there. And so my, de- my desire to, to want to see a hunting bull terrier just kind of came from the fact that, you know, I want to see my dog work. I got, you know what I'm saying? I want to see them challenged. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see them, you know, basically show what the bull and terrier is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, props to the guys who, who use working BTs for sports, um, you know, weight pulling, which I've done a little bit of that, um, you know, weight pulling. These are good things to do intermediately for like exercise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but specifically what I'm interested in is is a dog that can hunt, mm-hmm. a dog that can hunt. You know, there's a lot of dogs that, that will see a, a, a pig and not be interested. You know what I mean? They just... Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, if you have a bulldog, um, I, I can't call a dog a bull. I can't call a bulldog a bulldog if 
if it won't catch a pig, man, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, it's just, that's just, again, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. If you have a bulldog, it should, it should want to hunt. Did you uh, grow up hunting as a kid? I did a little bit of hunting here and there with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my grandfather, again, he was, he was, he was, a uh, you know, he, he loved working dogs. He loved going out and, you know, out there in the, the mountains of, of Cuba they mm-hmm. would duck hunting and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. growing up, I did I did some hunting with my dad. You know, we go out, you know, down here in the Everglades, and just shoot down pigeons and stuff, man. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. Like, no, no hog hunting or mm-hmm. or any of that. Just just kind of small game hunting. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, talk about um, what kind of diet you like to feed your dogs? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, what I like to do is, and I'll be real with you, to save money uh, <laughs> and to both benefit the dog. So I like to feed raw Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends I give some high quality kibble. Okay. And that's been working out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feed, you know, Victor or Victor, uh, you know, dog food, which is pretty good quality food. And so I just kind of give that on the weekends to make up for anything that that was maybe lacking, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the week. I don't do the whole, I did that at the beginning, man, the whole percentages with the, you know, the organ and the blah and the blah, you know, I, I just don't got time for that. So uh-huh. I, I buy chicken leg quarters, mm-hmm. I go to the meat distributor, it's super cheap, you know what I mean? I get 40 pounds of chicken leg quarters for $14. Oh, okay, wow. You can't beat that. No. A dog, a, you know, a, a bag of Victor. 30 pounds is 50 dollars mm-hmm. and dude i have gone through a lot of those bags with these puppies yeah. oh, I bet. the last three months so so i'll feed the puppies it's different right they're they're still growing so i do give them kibble every day mm-hmm. but i kind of split it you know in the mm-hmm. morning I'll do chicken uh raw chicken and in in the evening i'll do kibble so i guess that's what it's like a 90 percent at least for you know for my grown dogs Mm-hmm. Like about a ninety percent raw, raw mm-hmm. diet, and she's great. She, you know what I mean. There's energy. There's there's no slowing down. There's, mm-hmm. and that's straight up a chicken leg quarter, just every day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the kind of what is your kind of morning and evening routine with your dogs? Do you uh, do you have a specific time you like to exercise them, or or is just yeah, whatever yeah. you have time? Yeah, pretty much, man. I mean, of course, in the morning, I, you know, I'll go out there, you know, go to the kennels, I'll feed the puppies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tend to lock my female up. She's, she actually, she's the only dog that I, that I keep loose in the yard. Um, but I like to lock her up in the morning because she won't let my wife sleep. <laughs> um, you know, again, I live in a, in a residential city type area. My neighbors are not too far from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they like to let their their little toy dogs out at the wrong time, and it does it doesn't go too well with my female. So she's not dog aggressive. I mean we hunt in packs all the time, but when you have a little annoying you know Yorkie, uh, it's a different story. So so yeah, I'll lock her up during the day, and then when I come back from work around four thirty or so, I'll let her back out, and that's kind of when you know I'll spend some time with them. Um, just kind of, you know, working, doing a little bit of bite work, a little bit, of, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, normal, you know, playing with the dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. 
Um, and of course, you know, she gets worked out with the puppies right now, like crazy. They just chase these, you know, each other around, around the yard and, you know, they gas each other out. So that's been good. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, uh, again, you know, thanks for, for the, yeah. end. um, I think it's, it's cool. It's different. Um, you know, especially when we're talking about a working BT. Um, so, you know, it's just exciting. Yeah. It's an exciting little world, you know, mm -hmm. I think it's just that one breed that, that still needs to be resurrected. We've done it with the American Bulldog, right? We've done it with, you know, a lot of the Neil dogs, you know, we, we, we've done it with these dogs. Uh, but the Bull Terrier still needs, still needs some work. Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's an investment that, you know, people like me, um, some guys here in the U.S. as well, you know, shout out to them. They know who they are. And, you know, in Florent, you know, and I asked Florent last night, I was like, hey, is there anything you want me to say, you know, directly from me? And the interview's like, no, man, just, you know, just let him know. Same thing that he appreciates the fact that, you know, you reached out to us. And yeah. you know, we're happy to, to, to have this interview. And we're open to collaborate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I reached out to these, some of these guys on the West Coast. And, you know, we're open to, to share blood, man. And and this this is a this is a team effort. You know what I mean? Ain't this ain't no one man team, you know. Right. And nobody has a special lineage of I want to get into that. It's going to be a can of worms. But nobody has a special strain from 1920 that they're somehow mm -hmm. breeding. OK, let's let's be realistic. You yeah. know, yeah. a lot of guys, you know, they, they want to keep a lot of secrets, you know, but. Which is one of the reasons why I'm, you know, there's some pages that don't like me too, too much, uh, because I'm very blunt and I'm very open about things. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, all right, brother, like, listen, you don't have a strain from 1920. Um, you had an outcross somewhere, uh, and I think this is helpful. This is helpful because if anything, you know, some people are just afraid of, of you know, being kind of pointed. Oh, you don't have a bull Terry. That's a mix. That's a that's a cross. And it's like, well, that's fine. Like, in my opinion, this is the real bull terrier. Mm -hmm. you know? This is the real, if anything, this bull terrier resembles a lot more the bull terrier from 150 years ago than the standard AKC bull terrier today. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of talk about that cross, what they're referring to? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, reality is, listen. You need bulldog in your blood. You need bulldog in your blood. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether the outcross was done a generation, two generations, three generations ago, um, it, you know, any little bit helps. Any little bit helps. Mm -hmm. If that's 5%, 6%, uh, bulldog blood goes a, long, goes a long way in adding that tenacity and adding that drive and adding that that disposition to work and please, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of these guys have, you know, kind of, you know, they blocked me from their pages because I've, I've kind of been, you know, like, come on, man, let us know what you got in that. <laughs> let, you know, let's not be afraid to talk about this. This is only helpful. You know, if anything, we're only doing what James Hanks did when he took that dust man, one of the first, you know, bull and terrier, which kind of looked like a, like an overweight pit bull. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, um, what did he do? He crossed it with the white English terrier mm -hmm. to and long in the face to straight mm -hmm. bow legs. Mm -hmm. And this is the ancestry. 
this is this is where we came from. You know what I mean? They ain't no, you know, the AKC did not breed the bull terrier. You know what I mean? It, it, this man has always had the formula. That's what I like. The man has always had the formula. That's why God created us as the most intelligent beings on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. It's not gorillas. It's not. It's men. And we've experimented and we've, uh, you know, we we we've made this happen. We've all we all customize things to our liking. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with a breed. You know, you have to mix and match here and there um, to get what you want, especially when, a, you know, we're talking about a breed that's, you know, that's been watered down. So the way that I see it is, and one of the things that makes it, I think, interesting and, and gives me a desire to do it is, you know, it's almost like you're what, what James Hanks and some of these guys did going forward. We're doing going back. We're just reversing mm-hmm. work to get closer to what the, the breed once was. Um, and so, so yeah, um, you know, I, I just think we need to, and, and, and one of the reasons I say this is because, you know, for a while I was, I was ignorant myself and mm-hmm. it, I hurt because it's like, dang. So there, there's only, there's only one place in South Wales that has this particular dog. It ain't, like, you know what I'm saying? This time, mm-hmm. it didn't spread to any other place of, of the universe. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I used to be like, and, and people that used to reach out to me used to be like, oh my gosh, I want that working type of bull terrier. Like, that's what, I, that's what I'm looking for, but I can't find it. Oh, you got to go to that one guy to get it. So, <laughs> so it's like, listen, man, um, we're over here recreating the, the, the wheel as well. We're doing, you know. Doing the same thing, and you know it's just good again to bring to bring this this dog to cross it, you know, overseas, and and bring the same type to to the U.S. Um, and so yeah, we're you know we're making it happen, man, with the help of getting a, a Florent um, and the, those breeders that came before him. Listen, much credit to them. Some of those guys mm-hmm. are out there in the U.K., but this you know m- much credit to to those guys. I have the uttermost respect for them. You know, but don't block somebody because, you know, they, you know, they're, they're basically, you know, speaking the truth. You know what I mean? But again, again, it's 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 this whole thing of like, I don't want to share my stuff with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you. To, it's it's a big it's a lot of jealousy, a lot of hating, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, guys don't a lot of these guys don't want you to do the same thing they're doing, you know, uh, which is. It's it's honestly stupid because if we're all doing it for the passion of the working BT, mm-hmm. come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just share the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let's let's come together mm-hmm. and let's expand the world of the working BT. What the heck are you a puppy peddler or are you or, or are you a guy that really is mm-hmm. in it for the working BT? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's one of the things that and so when I started sharing some of my videos of my female that I got from now kind of working here in the US, oh man, you know what I'm saying? It it it, it really got some some haters stirred up, you know. <laughs> but, but here we are, man, we're making it happen. Um and to those people out there like, oh my gosh, oh my god, the working BT, like you guys are so special, you know. Yeah, my great grandfather, 
you know, had these BTs and I'm breeding them today. No. There was an outcross done somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, exactly when that was, you know, the, people don't have to share, but at least be like, listen, man, there, there, listen, there was an outcross out there. Look at the American Bulldog today. They're crap. They're garbage. What are the good uh, working American Bulldogs out, out in the world today? Oh, they they're yeah. cross, they're cross, brother. They've got they've got pit bull blood in them. And listen, dude, that's that's magnificent. That's excellent. You know what I mean? Um, and so it, it just it is what it is. Um, you know, there there's percentages. There's some percentages in there that have to be brought back because show breeders basically took completely away from the breed. So we're just put, we're just taking back what was ours. You know what I'm saying? Um, by doing some of these crosses. No, and I'm <clears throat> I'm a big big. You know I don't I don't get too much into it was because a lot of people like you said are very protective of their breed and in that in that mythology that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. Even some of your working type people that are or have got healthy dogs, they really yeah. don't want to. They don't want that whole thing to get out and right, be. Right. A, be an issue so i don't really talk about it much but i am a, a big fan of crosses and i'm a big fan of of you know even like your band dogs and all that kind of stuff because i think uh along with the looks comes functionality and health and just a healthy style and like you said you're bringing back what was taken away and obviously something was put in that was foreign to the the original idea of the bull terrier right. to make to make it look the way it looks now and you're bringing back what obviously was there especially with the original yep. hinks and all the all them all those breeders that that brought you know had the idea to do what they did and so yeah i definitely am a huge fan of it and i don't even i don't pay any attention because you got five or six ten percent it doesn't make it a pit bull. It doesn't make it a bull. Right. It it makes it a bull terrier uh-huh. from the original standard. And then you're just breeding. You're and just you going down. Absolutely. And what I tell people is this: Listen, there's nothing new under the sun. You think no. you're doing, you think you're doing something new, brother? No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Why is it that some of the? Because again, remember, I'm a I studied, I, I studied this breed, you know, and I, and there's so many different types of bull terriers. Why is it that some of these bull terriers from Chuck, 1918, 1930, they look like greyhounds mm-hmm. because they were out crossing yeah, right, right. lurkers, lurkers, whippets. Yeah. yeah. But again, what did James Hanks use? He used the white terrier. He used Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. He was pointer type dogs. Um, and so, of course, you know, in the genetics, that's some are going to show a little more than others, especially when you're talking about an outcross that was done five years ago. You know, so it, it's going to pop out somewhere. Um, and it's man, just educate the people, let them know, you know, what's going on. Um, and if they want to tag along and, and make it happen as well, then, hey, you know, people are more than welcome, man. Yeah, and I and I appreciate you, you saying that because it's important because it, man, it's a great breed. It's a great breed. My, you might as well take a little bit 
to make your bull terrier better. What the hell is the problem with that? And I commend people that are, are doing it. And, and, um, so I, I appreciate uh, your honesty there. You can check out my Instagram as well. If you want. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I didn't start it too long ago, but it's blown up because again, it's, it's so different, right? right? I only share, um, bull terriers and bull terrier crosses. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, people love it, man. I, you know, there's so many working BTs in Indonesia, for example. Oh, really? Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, I really appreciate, appreciate those guys out there because they're very open about what they do in their cross. Yeah. 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 Very open. Um, and so anyway, uh, so it's Miranda, uh, underscore bulls at Miranda underscore bulls with a Z at the end. Right. So, you know, you could check, you could check that page out. We have some really interesting, I think, BTs that you would appreciate on there. Okay. Um, showing many different types. So, so yeah. Awesome. I thank you very much, Jacob. And, uh, and I, I look forward to seeing the future. Sounds good, brother. Thank you. for All the right. Thank you. All, All right. right.